Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone, and with me tonight, we have... Caitlin, playing Sable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. I'm Megan, I'm playing Sarayd Landir, the Eludrin Knowledge Clerk. I'm Andrew, I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Ranger, and now Monk. Yeah. I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. Hey, y'all, this is Boz. I'm playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Widow Scout. All right, this is Disasters in Danger. It is our D&D 5e high fantasy campaign, and uh, we are super excited to be here, be here with you guys, and we're going to dive into the action in just a moment, but we do have a couple of quick announcements first. Uh, first up, I believe... We have our sponsor for this show. It is Norse Foundry. Megan, would you like to tell them about the Norse Foundries? Yes, I would. Uh, so if you go to uh, NorseFoundry.com, they have dice, gemstone dice, metal dice, bone dice, stone dice. Um, they also work with Elderwood Academy for some absolutely beautiful dice boxes, dice books, trays, things of that nature. Um, they also do like coins and little metal meeples. They are absolutely for wonderful. If you use our promo code, our EPRPG, you get 15% off of your order, which is no small amount when you're talking, you know, some of these gemstone dice. They're so freaking gorgeous. Um, keep an eye on them because I know Black Friday sales are starting to, to pop up. So, you know, if you love a, if you love someone that plays tabletop games, they can always do with more dice. So, yeah, go check out our friends at NorseFoundry.com. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, Also, we do want to give our uh, friends here an opportunity to talk about the other awesome stuff that they have going on uh, on the Internet and around the world. Let's start with Grizz. Yeah, that's uh, I'm the DM of my own home game, Easy to Spell, because the name's Easy to Spell, and we did it wrong anyway. It's Easy to Spell with two L's. Absolutely check us out. We're on a quick break, so if you head over to our YouTubes, you can catch up on the campaign so far. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for a few sessions before our Christmas break. But come hang out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's Sundays at 6 o'clock p.m. Central that we play. Uh, I appreciate you guys for your support of my show. Always, absolutely. It is a good time, and we uh, love everybody over at Easy Dispel. So, uh, thank you for being here. And I believe we have uh, some Lance Orlando filming information things. Yep. Lance Orlando has pretty much wrapped filming for what's going to be our film show on Patreon. It's going to be like a half an hour to an hour of fights, story, and just overall goodness live action combat entertainment. Well, in this case, not live. It will be filmed. Uh, just keep everyone safe during COVID. We also have our t-shirt fundraiser going on. So if you want shirts with like our Lance Orlando crest on it, or that say some fun stuff like hack slash decapitate on them, that is also available. We dropped the link for that in our Discord. So if you're in the Discord server for rep, you can go ahead and look up for that. And I'll be dropping it again a little later, probably after the show. So in case you step in late, you can still go ahead and tag that. Awesome. That's very, very cool. Super excited to uh, see that. Do we know the date that that 
comes out? Did I mishear it? Um, we are probably going to be seeing it on our Patreon around the first weekend of December. They're right nice. now, the, the editing elves are doing their editing elf things. A very important job in, in all of uh, video production. So Exactly. Absolutely. Well, that's super exciting. We're gonna we're looking forward to that. Uh, Megan, is there anything you would like to talk about? Nope. Just I'm happy to be here. Okay. Sounds sounds good. Uh, if you're in the Orlando area and you want some holiday cheer, let us know. We can point you in uh, the appropriate directions. That is what we will say. There it is. Yes. The fuck pitch did I just come back to? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what all I'm allowed to say about it. Is all right. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're in Orlando or if you're looking for something to do for Christmas, um, come to Gaylord Palms um, Resort Hotel Mecca. Um, yeah, it's like its own little Everglade. Yeah. Um, it it it. But it is. It's not just the Everglades. It's like there's an arboretum in the middle of it mm-hmm. that is three different realms of, every, of, Orlando, every, of Florida. Every Gaylord is um, themed around the, the town or the state that the it's state, in. Yeah. So ours is uh, Florida themed, but it uh, conveniently leaves out the myth. So it's definitely kid friendly. It They're doesn't. Turning, you just have to ask where to find uh, it. No, nope. it leaves <laughs> out the myth. And, uh, um, we're turning the convention center into an absolutely wonderful alpine village there's a candy cane forest it smells like peppermint there's a, uh, yep um there's uh meet and greets with santa there's a show with uh mrs claus and her holiday traditions there's uh elf academy cookie baking or cookie decorating um story time with the nutcracker and the sugar plum fairy and then the piece de resistance this year is um the elf escape or something i can't remember what it's but it's um it's it's sort of like an escape interactive room um, where you're helping Buddy the Elf save Christmas. That sounds fantastic. Very, very cool. Well, it's kids, so- we're downing all the December shows because Caitlin's going to live there. I'm yeah. moving in. I'm going to get a room. I'm going to live at the Gaylord Palms for the holidays. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's really wonderful. So if you're looking for something to do and you're in Orlando, I highly recommend it. Oh, my God. Very, very cool. Uh, speaking of December shows, a little bit of an announcement from us. Uh, our main shows are going on hiatus, so Disasters and Danger will be on hiatus, as will Vampire the Masquerade. Um, our last shows of the main storylines for those are going to end in November. And then you're like, but Rep, we we love you and we want to do stuff. We want to see you do stuff in December. That's a whole month. And I say, yes, I know. So here is what I would like you to do. One, go follow all of our socials, um, the Instagram, the Twitter, and uh, join us on the Discord. All of the fun things on the Linktree, the TikToks. And TikTok. There you go. Yep. I was like, I don't was forget we have it. one. That's the one. Yep. Uh, that's, that's the one I am most likely going to post things on, and hopefully we'll spe- send it to everybody else. But this is what we are doing for December. Uh, Pixie is going to be running uh, some charity streams, some Elf Spectre streams, some holiday-themed games, which are a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, but yours truly, uh, because... I, I don't know. I am who I am. Uh, I am asking for your help. I would like you guys to reach out to all of the eternal DMs and GMs uh, all across the Twitch. Everybody that, that streams their own game, but they never get the chance to play. 
uh, I will be hosting one shots for exclusively for GMs and DMs uh, as our as a holiday reward for the games they make all year long. Uh, so I'll be doing those on uh, throughout the month of December. So definitely check those out and spread the word. Let them know. All right. I think that's everything. Shall we play some D&D? Let's D some Ds. Here we go. Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrot. They are lands of myth, of legend. More importantly, they are lands of dragons. Our heroes, the Archivists, have made their way to Draconopolis, the mecca of dragon society. It's birthplace upon this prime material plane and the shining city upon the hill for all dragon kind. While true dragons uh, still maintain layers all around the world, there is a um, societal and, and uh, spiritual place. This Draconopolis. Recently, our heroes had come here in an effort to find uh, a draconic relic, a piece of the staff of Gyron, the first uh, ruler of Draconopolis, uh, a lawful good defender of uh, scaled and unscaled kind. They did find the piece uh, in the care of one Chance Felice, a silver dragon of ancient uh, age, corpulent proportions, and uh, vast, immeasurable wealth. It actually lived in a cloud castle above Draconopolis. That's how audacious this dragon was. At least he was until he had been replaced by a yet-to-be-named, or yet-to-be-discovered, ancient white worm. Uh, rather than fight the party, rather than attempt to stop them from stealing from this castle of the person he was impersonating, this worm took another tact, decided to crash the castle down into the city below. Um, our heroes, utilizing a cubic gate, was able to stop, catch uh, about two-thirds to three-quarters, three-quarters of, of the entirety of the castle, but very large castle, very large giants, very large dragon. A bunch of it still came crashing into the city below. And the devastation that it has wrought has put a tense, uh, a growing tension between a dragon's first movement a, uh, and a, a number of cult-like uh, personalities and, and organizations and insidious uh, individuals at odds with the city's civilized small folk or medium races that exist here in service uh, to to the dragons. It is definitely a, a city on the edge, a city attempting to rebuild itself, to redefine what it is, and a city in which nefarious individuals are seeing an opportunity to seize power. Now, in the background of all of this, our heroes do still have allegiances to the Black King, an ancient dwarven lord who has recently been resurrected, attempting to defend 
his realms from Dragonkind, as well as an encroaching, choking sand that is slowly enveloping Sarai's home of the Feywild. So, this is where we will pick up. Talroth, you, uh, when last we left off, you were setting out to find your uh, median human uh, ally, uh, former personal dragon assistant of Chance Felice. His name was, we have settled on Brenton with an R um, because if it's your first time joining us here, uh, I make up the names. It's up to my players to write them down. If they don't, I will make up a new name for the person and they'll have to remember that one too. Um, so, uh, what would you guys like to do? Tauroth is, is, we'll, we'll say he is making his way out. Um, he is still within sight, uh, because we all know that once he disappears, uh, you guys will never find him again. Uh, no offense to any of you, but, uh, that is true. Yeah. All right. Well, now he's gone. Yeah, well, well, it's over now. Um, but if any Wait, of you... didn't I cast Mars for tonight? Where the fuck did... Oh, oh. damn it. Oh, there he is. All right. Uh, but if any of you would like to catch up with him, go with him, uh, or, or wait around, you are missing two individuals, Brenton and Thosin, who is a, uh, a party member and rides Paramore, uh, for, for lack of a more specific term. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So, my other party members, what do you guys want to do? What you feeling? Unfortunately, I am sneaky like a freight train in the middle of 4th of July setting off fireworks. So, I mean, to be fair, a freight train in the middle of fireworks on 4th of July would blend fairly well because there's a lot of noise already covering it. So maybe, you know... (laughs) fair, but it's probably not a good idea for me to go with Talroth for this one. So instead, I'm going to stick around and basically play lookout. um, Look if there's any more injured or anybody coming up for help to the cart. Probably help Grizz and and Screavers cook up anything that we can just to keep some people fed and, you know, keep a little hope up. It's the best I can think I can do right now. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and Grizz is doing that, exactly that. I think he's staying at the food cart, okay. cooking and taking care of refugees, as it were. Okay. I'm going to try casting Sending to Thosin again. Okay. Yeah. Um, roll me the, the spellcasting check, the wisdom check, DC 15. Eleven. So the it it is like a a static um, transmission. You know that there is something at the other end picking up the signal, and you you even kind of hear the the reply, but it mm-hmm. but it's unintelligible. Um, okay. So you you do know that he is on this plane because uh, if he if he wasn't, it would be something else. Yeah, he is alive. Um, and most likely within the walls of the city, uh, which the dragons, in addition to the force walls that they've put up to keep um, 
what the dragons first people are, are saying are the um the the small terrorists the the um the the haters of of dragons um in so that they can be found and interrogated uh it is also dampening teleportation and communication magic um so that people can't get out get in either way both is that all saride uh yeah when when that doesn't work she'll um she'll uh, anybody that needs healing or bandaging she'll get on that okay sounds good fable Fable is is uh, Fable is uncomfortable with a lot of things that are happening right now, and she has found a footing in um, singing, singing so- innocuously, singing songs and telling favorite stories of rebellion. She has begun to tell the children of the streets and of the city stories of old heroes who helped overthrow fantasy fascists um because that's how she knows how to help um so she is she is that is what she is regaling the refugees with is is grizz asked her for the spark of rebellion she fucking ha- she is it she is literally a spark um and uh and she is happy to do so okay sounds good um Tauroth, we know that we set a time limit for your um, searching. So we I don't want to spend too long uh, or get too nitty gritty with it. But um, talk me through your, your basic efforts, attempts. All right. So the first thing I'd, I would have a quick uh, mechanics question about. Please, yeah. That ring that Squeebers gave to Talroth. Would it require attunement? Yes. All right, so ditching the deck. So ring, cloak, sword. Cool. That takes care of that. Okay. Uh, yeah. First thing I would do once I would already start making my way towards the center of the city, okay. because hearing what Saride and Treasure said, if they kind of popped up near each other, it would make sense. Those it might have been in that area. Okay. And if Brenton is close to that area anyway, just start heading towards there and see who I can pick up first on the with that ring. Okay. Ideally, those in first, because if Brenton's hurt, I'd rather walk in with a Band-Aid box. Yeah, understood. Understood. Um, so you are, you are a little ways outside of the um, center of town. They were very much near the center. Uh, if we're looking at it like pie slices, or maybe a, a more accurate one would be like a dartboard. Yeah. Um, so as you are heading into the into the town, you take the time to attune to the ring, I am assuming. Um, it is a nose ring. Uh, so if your septum is not pierced, you wear it like the the bull nose ring because um, it specifically impacts your sense of smell 
Isn't um, it? It is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just grab a needle and do it. We're like, no, we've got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the it's the reverse scene from Greece where they get like ice on Sandy's ear to. Yeah, so I went just, to I went to Parent Trap, but like in the yeah. But either yeah, but she's just it's just it's Fable casting create ice on Tauroff's nose. Stay numb, stay numb, stay numb. It's fine. They're gonna be fine. I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. You've got this, right? You've got this. I've got it. I've got it. Don't move. Don't stay move. Stay cold. <laughs> when if he if he screams in pain, she accidentally freezes his entire head. Ah, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Big energy of of that scene in Fifth Element where he's just holding the gun. <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> ah! You think he's gonna be okay? Oh wow. Okay, so <laughs> uh so Taroth, with with this attach, you do have uh advantage on wisdom uh perception checks that rely on smelling. Um, you can, uh, locate a scent that you recognize, uh, within, uh, a mile. Um, and the closer you get, it sort of narrows you, you into it. Right. Um, you start heading towards the center of town. It is late. Um, roll me a percentile, please. Ninety-six. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, let's take a quick look. As you are making your way into the heart of of the town, uh, <clears throat> many of the people are settling in for the night. You can tell definitely the buildings that uh, had suffered damage. You can see there are some like tents and bedrolls, some makeshift uh, alleyway domiciles that are being set up. Most of it seems to be going well. Um, there are, there does look to be some predatory, uh, both like young adult dragons and uh, some, I don't want to say like rioter. They're not rioting, but definitely people that are like, Oh, now might be a really good time for me to try to like go in this really expensive apartment building and steal stuff. Um, they are, it is still early in the evening though. So this is very much more of a, um, scouting event for these sort of individuals. But these smaller communities, these, um, places where people are coming together are very much preparing themselves to dissuade that type of um, opportunistic behavior. As you set forth, it is going to be a long, long walk. It's a very big city. So are you going to try to catch a, uh, a, a chariot, a carriage, cab are you going to um try to catch the last lightning rail in into the towards the heart of the town are Uh, you asking if he's gonna catch a ride well now yes i i i i I do i would like to know if you are going to catch a ride 
whatever is going to be the quickest way to get to the center. Okay. Um, there, uh, yeah. So the, the so you can catch a carriage. Uh, lightning rail would probably be faster if it's running. Um, but the last possible way is there are sky carriages as well um, that will, uh, for for premium, uh, take you across districts. Yeah, and I'm broke, so... Hmm. Lightning rail is probably the cheapest if, if you can... Um, if it's up and running. Let's go for it. Lightning roll it is. Okay, cool. Uh, just roll me a d20. That's a seven. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, you are catching just the... I need you to make an athletics check. You are you are going to run for this train. Oh no. Athletics has never done me well. I am so sorry. Uh so good. It's fine. So Tauroth, you you take off running to catch the train and you are just it is on the platform it's just building up speed you see the set the, the last door right there and there's even hanging off the back that like that uh, little railed off kind of viewing platform that can hook into more trains and and you see it about to go into the tunnel you just got a dead sprint and you leap and you are fingertips away um uh, you are you're gonna take some lightning damage uh, as you fall on like, essentially the third rail of of this lightning rail. Um, <clears throat> so you're gonna take uh, twelve points of of lightning damage and uh, hop back up onto <laughs> onto the platform. Um, but somebody does see you and they're. Uh, it's a smaller uh, adult dragon um, who is you can you hadn't really noticed but they were kind of there watching people get onto onto the train um, they're a brass uh, dragon and um, sort of oh that looked as though it hurt uh, just a little crispy I'll be fine Oh, <laughs> must have really wanted to get somewhere desperately. Yeah, nah, just when everything happened, a friend of mine was stuck in the center of town. Haven't heard back from him. Been tr- been trying to get messages out to him, but yeah, nothing. Just we just can't get a hold of him. Mm. So I'm just trying to just make it out there, just see if he's okay. I mean, he's a healer and all, so he should be fine. But I just need to find him. No. I understand. Um, center of town, you said. Uh, that's the last I saw where he was or heard where he was. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of hoping to get there and see if I can pick up a scent somewhere. Well, 
I have to pass through the center of town. I won't be... I'll be heading a little more on the northern side. But, um... I could give you a lift, if you were so inclined. That would be so greatly appreciated, and I could even do you one small favor. You don't even have to stop. I can just jump off and land. Well, I'll be impressed to see that. Hopefully this is going to be better than your last jumping attempt. It should be. It should be. Well, Somewhere back at the back at the rebel camp, Fable is telling everyone how, after all this is over, you know, not that we'll need it now, but like being in this sort of city reminded me, you know, I should train all of you on some trapeze safety sort of uh, practices. We've been climbing a lot of things. You won't need it now. But, you know, someone remind me once, once we've settled down a little. <laughs> Our uh, trapeze is good with hooves and just treasure holes on her foot. And she just starts to spin this story about a loxodon trapeze artist they used to have. If that beautiful bastard could do the things he did in midair, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> oh. So the, as you travel with the Brass Dragon, he is a talkative soul. Uh, he he will he wants to know where you've been, where you're coming, where you're going. He's he's got the whole Cotton Eye Joe of questions uh, set up for you. I'd, I mean, as I'm still kind of looking out, just on the bottom of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be chatting him up just, no, nah, just from out of town. Literally just got here like a couple hours before everything went down. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend was already further in the city. Yeah, just uh, avoiding talking about being from way far east. But okay. yeah, just happened to come into town. All this happened. And now it's just the mad dash to try to find my friend. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not actually lying to him. Sure. So, because I know I can't lie worth a shit. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, make me a, a persuasion check, I guess. Um, ju- it's more of a charming, like how, just how good are you at talking? 13. 13, yeah. It is a wonderful conversation. And uh, it, it seems like you. he almost appreciates your willingness to just let him talk and he'll tear off on one for, for, for minutes and bookmark multiple things and then circle back around to them, uh, to, to continue the conversation from there. Talroth, as you're flying, uh, over the city and, and towards the center of it, what is your, um, what is it the nose ring Tuned to what is it searching for? You, you pick one sense at a time, uh, to like track. All right. I'm starting with, it's like, I'm starting with that smell of like fire and sweat that I would kind of associate with Thosin. Absolutely. Or, or whatever yeah. Thosin would smell like. Yeah. Fire, sweat, musk. He's got his own smell like, like, mm-hmm. like all of us do. Yeah. And you have, you have traveled in wagons in close proximity. You, you guys are, are well aware. Um, Awesome. So as you're making your way throughout the the town, um, <clears throat> you get into the center portion of uh, of the district, and it's a, actually about midway through. Uh, and he doesn't fly through the ground zero. He sort of circum he um, he skirts it right, 
And so as he's skirting around uh, the side, you catch uh, you catch a hint of it. You catch a hint of that smell, and immediately you instinctively know to turn yourself southwest. Uh, he's headed northwest now. He's kind of working in that direction. Uh, what's this dragon's name? Ah, yes. This is actually my favorite, like, Fizban. Uh, the the dragon naming chart is is really one of my my favorite little things from from Fizban. Uh, it's it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, uh, roll me three d twenty. He's gonna give you the short, uh, the short version of his, of his name. Um, where dragon lifespan, dragon characters. Four six nine. Okay, four six nine. This is going to four six nine. Sorry, it's a ludicrous moment for me. Um. So, uh, let's see. On tier derg eats. Sorry, no, I think my audio cut out for a second. Can you say that again? On tier derg. On tier derg eats. Eats. Okay. All right. So as soon as I catch whiff of those, it's like. Hey, I I am terribly sorry to cut this conversation short, but I literally just caught a whiff of my friend oh. and just kind of tapped the nose ring. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back off southwest, but thank you again so much for your generosity and hospitality. Oh, absolutely. It has been my absolute pleasure, Tauroth. Now, remember what I said about uh, and he just takes whatever mm-hmm. you can pick a topic, and he had yeah. expounded upon it tremendously. In fact, go pick a topic for me. Um, you uh, what? Anything you you would have just you think you randomly rolled into with this dude? Well, I would have def- definitely mentioned going to a scraper screaming meats for just some very delectable cuisine. Okay, so he might have been mentioning something about these braised short ribs that he just fell in love with. Okay, so I'll tell you what: uh, the next time you guys go cooking, uh, you can have advantage on some sort of check associated with it, as you remember on Tears' uh, wise words of cooking wisdom. Um, all right, and as I just, and I'll just kind of run down, run down his back, jump off, turn with a salute, mm-hmm. and start kind of free falling towards where yeah. I know Thousand Cent would be. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Make the acrobatics check to to uh, Ezio your way down. Eighteen, but also to not bust my ass on the landing. Great, I'm gonna pop a feather fall. Okay, nicely done. You uh, you make it to the ground safely with a plum and style. Um, in this district, why don't you go ahead and roll me a uh, uh, investigation check? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it takes you. Roll me a d4. Took a second to find the four. Eh, four. Four. Okay. It's going to take you the better part of two hours um, to, but you do, you do find Thosin. Um, 
this particular district of the city, he was cast a little further out, not not quite as far as uh, as you. It is definitely a um, a mercantile district and has been. It's more on a lockdown than some of the other districts, just because uh, some of the destruction fell here. But it looks like there was more opportunistic um, looting that that followed in the wake of the initial uh, surprise, right? And so there, <clears throat> there you see more people like at their storefronts. Um, you know, the lights are still on, the, the, the glass is still there. You can see people moving in there to make sure that people, you know, don't come in. There are dragon shops here, dragon sized shops here. There are also civilized humanoid races as well. It's definitely a mix. Um, the contention between the races, uh, scaled versus non doesn't seem terribly specific here. It's more just uh, looter versus not. Um, and you don't see many people on the street, which actually makes it easier for you to follow Thosin's scent. Uh, when you do find him, he is uh, not far from a forging uh, shop, and but he is running sort of a, a makeshift uh, clinic for, for some of the people that had... Uh, helped defend this this particular forge um so yeah i'll i'll just run up kind of carefully go around just try to get his attention just does it does it yeah he he absolutely sees you and uh he'll come over and tell you you know he'll talk to you about not having not the the sending not working um and some of the magic being being dampened here um, all sort of things that you're you're aware of, and um, he's very relieved. He immediately asks about to ride. Very relieved that she is okay. Um, yeah, take a couple minutes just quickly explain what I know about the dampening. Yeah, that Sarai's okay, Treasure's okay, Sarak's okay. I'm okay. Brenton ain't. We gotta go. Okay. Um, so yeah, he 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 goes he goes with you. Um, there is. At this point, you're you're definitely going to be late um, getting back. So, are you going to try to spend any more time looking for Brenton at this juncture? It is nearing midnight at this point, I would say. I would ask Thosin to see, if, say, if he has sending prepared. Yes, he does but it's not working oh it's just not working period for him he's all he's gotten is psychic static okay uh like he gets he's gotten it from Saride. he's tried to send to her he's um he's actually a little low on spells from all of the the healing and uh sanctifying he's he's been doing so his vote is to return to the cart um, but he will follow you no matter where you want to go. And I try to get a beat on how far Breton is. Okay, make me a um, make me a perception check with advantage on the nose ring. 
Nat 20 for a 31. Okay. Uh, I can go ahead and tell you. So it, it, it seems like Brenton landed in a district that is actually in between where Thosin and the rest of the cart was. However, the smell is stale and old. Um, he has since moved on. And from what you can tell as you're making, because you're kind of traveling through this area anyway, and it starts to catch. And um, from what you can tell, he's actually ducked into the subterranean uh, travelways and, and um, relics and ruins beneath Draconopolis. That, and that's how he is currently traveling. Damn. All right, so that's gonna that's definitely gonna take more time to try to figure that out. Um, all right, so it's probably taking a couple minutes to figure that out, and just yeah, let's just get back to the cart. But as we're going, seeing if I can find any sort of sign or indication about where the shifting market would be on the next day. Uh, roll me a percentile. Thirty-seven. A thirty-seven. Um, you ask around different people that that you think might have some information um, for you in that regard, and it seems very much like um, you don't get a, a ton of information that is that is useful. Uh, the one solid piece that you do get is that it is going to be on the north side of the town tomorrow. And, um, yeah, that, that seems to be the most consistent piece that, that you pick up. All right, better than nothing. And as we're heading back, are there any little stalls or shops or, like, little food vendors that have any sort of, like, sweets or chocolates or anything? Um, yeah, there's one, uh, there's one, um, dragonborn, uh, cart. Uh, it's these two sisters that are sort of, uh, pushing it along and, uh, they do mostly, um, like, uh, puff pastries, croissant pastries with, uh, fruit fillings. Yeah, I'll just kind of quickly pick up a couple of those. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You get you get some dragon claws, and a, maybe a um, a uh, oh, loxodon's ear. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of carefully wrap those up. Um, you can get the little uh, halfling's feet if you want. They're like little fruit bites. Um, but the sugar is like long sugar worked, so they look hairy. Whatever I can get for, you know, kind of seeing everything happening. If this is their livelihood, I'll put like three gold down. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, 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 and they are extremely grateful. You get a large, uh, arrangement, um, couple of dozen, uh, pastry things. Some, of uh, you know, they, they struggle to get some of the, the sugar work in there without breaking it. Usually people get like, you know, one or two, but they've got some big boxes. So yeah, 
you guys make your way back to town. You're go- back to the cart. You do arrive late, um, and and the group is probably uh, like you pass them on the way, or they're saddling up to go to go try to find you. Um, but yeah, you you make it back with with Thosin. <sighs> Sorry, it took so long. Just that city that, that was big. That that's that place was big. Treasure was already half saddled up with one of the horses and trying to tell Screever she'd be right back. And I'm holding up the box of treats. She's got like the stopwatch. She's like ready to fucking with two minutes to spare. <laughs> Fable, uh, Fable, I would like to say has placed a bet on whether or not he would be back on time with someone in the group. She lost, by the way. She did not think he would. <laughs> so she owes somebody money say, now. It Don't was know gonna who. Be, it was going to be Grizz, but Grizz wouldn't take that bet that he'd get back on time. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, who was stupid enough to think that he would? All there, of us just lost that, money. Like, there's that kind of long discussion where you're like, ah, who wants to bet if he makes it back on time? And everybody was thrown in the pot. And then you're like, yeah, because I don't think he will. And everybody took their money back out of the pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're betting the other way. So I, oh, no, are you kidding me? Back. I'm only stupid with my life, not my money. <sighs> That's I'd, hop, <laughs> I'd hop up onto the horse, just kind of behind treasure, and just put the box in front of her. Oh, thank God you're back. Yeah. Took a little longer than I thought, but I found them. Well, found those in at least. Oh. Brent. Yeah, Brenton, Brenton went underground. That, that would have been too long to try to find him, but I'm tired. She takes up the box treats. She looks up at Talroth. Let's just get in the wagon, sleep. Thank you. And thank you for bringing Thosin back. And she's going to appear in the cart's ride. She already grabbed him. Oh, no, oh, okay. that's, that's been taken care of. Yeah, they're, they're gone. They're, that's, oh, no, that's... no, 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 no. Treasure turns around. Oh, damn. So Did you just, happen just to teach turns those that disappear, too? <laughs> no, there's just a brassiere flying out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. not sleep in the Thank cart. The yeah, stars that, are nice. The stars are nice. We can do outside. The stars are good. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just pop up to the top of the building? Might be a little cleaner up there anyway. Uh, did you see around here? I don't know what's clean, what's not clean. I guess as long as it's not blood, we're good. Yeah. Even They're if not is, you can still sleep. <laughs> no, no. They're she's not like, fucking. She's exhausted. So like the minute he shows up, she's like... Huh. That's, that's, still... that's just her giant orcish body pillow right now. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Listen, if we could please make a those. What are the, the the Japanese body pillows? I feel like we could make a killing with some of the art we have of Thosen. Just yep. as fuck. Why didn't we do that in time for Hallmat MegaCon next year, y'all? It's coming. Just saying. I have a Thanks, birthday in March. Boy. So. Yeah, yeah. Just get your beefling body pillow right here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god. 
hey guys in chat let us know if you buy a beefling which is a beefly beefy tiefling body pillow from us we have so much art we are ready to go <laughs> yes andrew <laughs> <laughs> My money no good oh, yeah. here? What the hell? Come on, man. <laughs> so, but Treasure just kind of happily heads up, you know, towards just a nicer kind of under the stars area. Because it's also just a good area to kind of decompress. And I'm going to hand Screepers back his nose ring. Okay. Get the swords back and just set up a back. And then follow Treasure up to just chill up there. Okay. Absolutely. Um, it has been a long, exhausting day for everyone. You guys have spent so much time um, helping people in very tangible and direct ways. And... It is hard for sleep to come. The city has attention. It is filled with little oddities of noise. Sometimes you think you hear something in the distance, or maybe it's a little closer. But eventually, each of you is able to get a full night's rest. But your day is going to start a little later than perhaps it would on a normal adventuring or traveling day. It's almost midday, it's probably about 11, when you guys are fully up and running. Now you've been up probably for a couple of hours. But there is the breakfast, um, you hate to call it a rush because it's not exactly, not all the food is paid for. And there's still a lot of help that needs to be done. But things quiet down and they are at this point in hand enough that you feel comfortable preparing to leave. If you stick around too long, though, you're going to get caught in the lunch rush, and then it'll be dinner before long, and the day will have gone. Um, so what would you guys like to do today? Um, first, like during breakfast, when Grizz cooks breakfast for the party, mm -hmm. I'm going to use my cook's treats, give them to uh, Treasure, Beg, Talroth, and Fable. Um, those are the ones that give you four temporary hit points. Yeah, just want to make sure that's noted. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds good. So do we actually know officially where this place is? Or is there still some... Um, are there people we need to try to get in touch with? Is is there a password to get in? Do we know? Uh, all up there's and a, 
there's a lot of chaos going on in the city right now. And the less attention we can draw to ourselves, the better. And that means not causing a scene, trying and failing to get in somewhere and meet Brenton. And um, I'd say the faster we can deal with all of this under the radar, whatever the fuck a radar is, uh, the better. Yeah, all I was able to find out was it just kind of shows up here and there. But today it's going to be in the northern part of the city. That's about all I was able to find out. But probably once we get around there, we might find some kind of signs or somebody who might know where to go. Um, I mean, I, I know that there's a damper, but I'm going to cast Locate Creature anyway. Okay. On Brenton, because maybe I can get something off of him. Okay, roll me a percentile. DM, I has a question. Yes. Uh, I know that the black markets would work different here than they would in Jalen, but mm-hmm. with my experience in Jalen, especially because I can only assume my family worked a lot with the black markets. I mean, it's all black market. That's, I mean, Jalen only exists in 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 the shadow of a valley. So, yeah. With that said, would I know what to look for when trying to find a black market? Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, first of all, the group has some, some experience finding them in other cities and places throughout, uh, throughout Lickdrocht. And your experience in Jalen, I think, would, would also provide you some insights on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I don't know if it'll help I, from my failed merchant supply chain, supply chain feature. Um, I can sure. call upon my connections with wholesalers, suppliers, uh, and other merchants and op- entrepreneurs when looking for items or information, uh, if that helps us track down the location at all. Absolutely. Yeah. I think all of these are, are very good ends to finding that information. Um, what did you, what were you rolling? 89. 89. Okay. Um, he's not within a thousand feet. He has not been within a thousand feet within um, days. And I okay. believe that is the range. Of... Yeah. It's, it's concentration up for an hour. That's so fine. yeah, uh, I will, I will let you use it to um, provide advantage to, uh, okay. to some of your, your um, team members here. Um, so with those, that background information. Um, Fable, is there anything you're, you would like to do in specific to, to assist? Okay. Not a big, thank you. Thank you. Um, here are the checks I think we can make. Um, one of them needs to be a either persuasion or intimidation. You're having to talk to people to get the information, right? I think investigation is another one. Investigation, maybe history is uh is one okay and then on the i think for the third one um i'm actually gonna say yeah um nature or arcana take the investigation one by my best i'll take arcana Ooh. Okay. I could try nature. Oh no, wait, that it was nature or arcana. Sorry, I misheard. Yeah. 
So somebody needs to do the the uh, the social one. That, that was that was about to that was about to cool. suggest. You said it was either persuasion or intimidation. Yeah, intimidation. Yeah, great. Um, they're the exact same. Weirdly, um, I kind of love the idea of being intimidating as Fable, but I'd have to be on fire to be that. So um, before you guys roll, um, so if those three are doing the the rolls. Tauroth and Treasure, who would you like to give advantage to? Who would you like to assist? I'm pretty spooky, so I'll assist Fable in being intimidating. All right. Yeah, we're going to intimidate. <laughs> we're going to fucking intimidate. Fable is now hit a place where she's not okay with uh, anything that's happening, and we need to fucking go. So I don't have time to play nice anymore. We're done. We're done. Okay? I will be Fable's okay. cheerleader. <laughs> I will help Grizz out, especially since I have Thieves Cant. Maybe they're saying something that I could just kind of catch some hidden meaning to help him out with. Okay. Why are the dice so slow on this thing right now? Oh, I never, I didn't update the overlay to be back on disasters. It's fine. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll my real dice because that was the slowest roll of all time. I can't, I don't have the patience for that shit. It was better than this, though. So 18 for Intimidation for Fable. Okay. 23 for Investigation for Grizz. Okay. 24 Arcana. Nice. Okay. Sounds good. So a wide range of successes. You guys are working together. Um, It's going to take you most of the afternoon. Um, you're traveling around, you're heading into the heart of the city, you're finding people to talk to, to, in, to intimidate, as it were. Um, you guys are on this sort of uh, journey of shaking people down and parsing out the information that they, that they give to you. And what you come to discover is that... Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. <clears throat> so the shifting market isn't just a market. It's like the same market, but from different places. And that's sort of the, the odd bit that you you begin to kind of mull about. Um, that's the... The I apologize. That should have been uh, terrified. So the shifting market's not like a market. It's you know it's the same market. It just sort of is from different places, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, the Arcana check uh, from the ever intelligent Saride, uh, blessed with with guidance of knowledge. Um. And it's actually partly that and partly in the pamphlets of the Dragon First movement. No, not in there, actually. Um, We'll get to that eventually. The market is... It shifts because it's on different prime material planes. and And it comes coterminous with this one 
at different uh, points in the city because there is such a concentration of draconic energy here, draconic life, as it were. Um, there is a large um, energy that flows through the city, sort of unchecked in a, or I shouldn't say unchecked, sort of um, funneled with the sense of urgency that only a dragon could not have. And so you guys begin to travel and search through the northern districts and begin to look through the, the telltale signs of these sort of planar events. And part of you has the, the fear that perhaps, um, perhaps the words that have been brought up that dampen the magic is going to prevent or disrupt the dragons, um, that the dragons have put up the dragon's shifting market, but you work through it. You know that at around midnight tonight, um, across the um, Bottle Moon's Trench, there is a tunnel that is used for flooding waters at certain seasons. There is a small river that runs through here when it's in the rainy season. And down that tunnel, if you can shift through the plains, you will find the shifting market. Bottom Moon's district, the district in which Bottom Moon's Trench exists, is primarily uh, a district of medium folk and young dragons. Um, these, you can tell by the dragons that you see around here, they are not dragons from wealthy lineages. Um, this is very much a working class district. It is the working, it is the district of civil engineers, uh, for this city. They are the, they are the plumbers and architects and, and builders. Um, even if they are utilizing vast magics, such as create or manifest or, or any of those things, this is where the, um, not artisans for like purchasing goods, but the city workers and planners live. But there is a, there is a bit of local charm to it for sure. And they are perhaps the most tight-knit community that you've seen so far. They definitely pull together and are used to enduring hardships um, under the thumbs of a variety of draconic masters.
it is dinner time. Um, you guys can hang out here. You can head back to the cart to prepare. Um, what would you guys like to do? This was like on the far side of town. So to get here, we would have walked what an hour. Oh, you've taken or... you've taken the train uh, to get from where you've taken the train and probably two stagecoaches. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you you because you're traveling with those faster means, you can get back in an hour. But you've spent most of the afternoon getting this information, figuring out where to go, talking to people, all of that sort of stuff. I, I suppose, again, as we strive to not draw attention to ourselves, if everyone else is sort of going to dinner, let's go hit a tavern or something and blend. So, so it's uh, I will say, as a because we're not trying to draw attention to ourselves, I did leave Benedict back at the cart with Screamers. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah, that group over there who thinks they're being really sneaky, trying fucking badger on a leash, like. <laughs> but I agree. Probably hitting up a tavern, and not only that, people with a lot of drinks on their lips also have loose lips. So we might be able to hear something. Okay. Well, to tavern it is. The tavern to lurk and blend and spy. And drink. <laughs> that too. Okay. Let's see if we can find you guys a tavern. Preferably a tavern that seems to be welcoming small folk. Like, I don't want us to be like, we're going to blend and walk accidentally into the heart of the dragon first movement and be like, we're the only non-dragons in here. What the fuck, my dude? Like, let's at least hey. watch and make sure, like, some other races are walking in the door mm -hmm. before we go in. Nothing please. will solidify your reputation more than out drinking a dragon in a drinking contest. <laughs> that is also true, but let's do it when we're surrounded by other witnesses. Yes. Just like as a as a Please. hope there. I'm just really hoping that the name is something like Dragons and Flagons or something. Oh my god, now it is. I would never presume to name things in someone else's campaign. You're, <laughs> so, that, is the, play. <laughs> that is the um that is the combo meal special. Is the ah. is the dragons and flagons? Um, this one has uh, Andrew. We have to take you to Cloak and Blaster when you come here in yes, a couple weeks. That'll be good. <laughs> Sorry, you'll love it. Uh, it is a very it, it is. Um, it's just called Mara's, uh, where at least one person knows your name is the tagline. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, as you make your way in, uh, so it is in the, not quite the heart, it's off the beaten path, but it's definitely a favorite of the locals. And you can see it is busy, mostly uh, mostly medium folk. There are a couple of young adult dragons that are on the roof enjoying uh, some rooftop service, but there, that's only two of them. 
Um, whereas you've seen at least a dozen people make their way into Mara's on the ground level. It's a short building, two stories, uh, plus the access up there on on the roof. Um, as you make your way in, there is you see Mara, and she is a young elven woman. Um, she has a um, sort of cheek scar that is uh, a little broader than anything you might um, instinctively sort of sort of expect. Uh, but on it, she has um, you don't know if it's like makeup or illusory magic or what, but she sort of has these this uh, bronze series of very small bronze scales that cover the blemish itself. And uh, they have kind of a bronze and green sheen to them. Very much matches the uh, eyeshadow that she has and goes well with sort of her wood elf complexion. And um, the sort of hints of green ombre undertones in her otherwise uh, black hair. She is definitely hardy for an elf. And you get the feeling she probably was an adventurer maybe a soldier of some some sort um up behind the bar you see a variety of fine uh blades and bows uh, most of them elven make occasionally a few of them with draconic embellishments uh on them there is no one uh to seat you but there are some uh, tables that are open. There's a corner booth that would be a tight squeeze for all of you, but you could do it, uh, especially if one person, if people were willing to get up and shuffle around every time somebody wanted to stand up. Uh, or there is a large central table that has a um, a breadth of of bench uh, and seats on both sides. That would be a comfortable accommodation. Uh, to both of you. People seem to be up and moving. Uh, there are two other members of the wait staff, but you pretty much put all your orders in at the bar, and uh, and it is brought over to you. What would you guys like to do? I'd like to sing to people. Um, I'd like to do the bard thing. Okay. She kind of she kind of looks at Sarai because she has not had a public, she's not done a public music performance since the multi-class started and since she was gifted the Saturn. She's kind of going to look at and and just, do you think this is the right spot to try it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to do great. It's just like the circus. You're fine. Oh, it's so not like the circus. It's not even like when I used to tell stories is it the ice at other taverns? This is very different. She holds the the thing. And um, if there is a spot where maybe there's an opening for music, or if she just pulls a dandelion and just starts playing and toss a coin to your rebels, um, if that is, a th- like... She's just kind of trying to gauge tone and energy of the room. Okay. And just sort of try to start something. Make a performance check. I realize, as I said, I wanted to blend. And I'm doing the opposite of blending. So 
I'm going to leave the group before I do this, and I'm going to go sit on the other side of the room. Okay. I say whichever, either the, the corner table or the more open one, whichever one is I think, closer to her performance is the one Grizz starts to edge towards. I'm just trying to like spread out the group and do different, like find different ways to listen in or, or, or talk to people. And so me over here, I can just, people can watch me while my group watches the rest of the room. That's the logic there. Mm-hmm. The fuck are you? Okay. This is a very hard die to read. It's very cute. It's not great. Um, that's an 11. Okay. Um, Fuck. Make an insight check. Oh, good. I'm going to roll a different die. That's so much better. 17. Okay. Um, You begin to piece together your uh, performance of of stirring rebellion and sowing uh, discord. And... After about the second verse, there is um, you. You start to to really piece together. People are people don't particularly care for what you are singing, and um, as you're kind of strumming along, uh, hit not like discords, but maybe you miss a a, a fingering or two. Um, one of the patrons at the end of of the bar um, sort of turns in his chair and just very casually puts a hand on the neck of your of your Saturn um, and stops the strings and um, and sort of leans in and it's a human man, um, definitely middle-aged, uh, tan skin, probably from mm, a little further south, uh, is gonna, is gonna lean, uh, into you. Listen, this isn't the place for that. I understand there's a lot of unrest right now, but most of these people owe their lives to dragons. Even more of them owe their jobs and securities to them. So, whatever grudge you've brought, outsider, this isn't the place for it. No grudge, sir, just a catchy tune I picked up on the streets. Didn't know it had anything particularly heavy behind it. Like I said, I take requests if there's something better. Make a deception check. Now that's, side note, that's Caitlin realizing she misspoke when she said toss a coin to your rebel. I was making a joke. I was not planning on playing rebellion songs. I was planning on just fucking playing in the tavern because I was trying not to stand out. But I'm yes-anding my way through this. I apologize. So that is now what she played. That is, so it's fine. That is the description of, of every song you have played in the past few days. So that's Yes, why I know. But here, when we were trying not to not to stand out, I wasn't planning on going into a tavern and playing a rebel song. I was just planning on playing shit. Okay. Um, that's okay. I didn't clarify. Um, that was a... So I'm just 
Yeah. Um. Twenty-five. Okay. Um. He he looks at you and um. Sort of turn. Uh. Turn away, and as he does, he just uh, casts back over his shoulder a very simple um, let it be. Done. I'd like to play what. Oh, is that not a song, or is he telling me to just shut up and go away? Could be either. You're not 100%. If I know a song called Let It Be by that old traveling troubadour group, the Beatles. I would like to uh, play it. Sure, go for it. Great. Sorry for not clarifying. I just, yeah. yeah. I wanted my group specifically to know that I'm not stupid enough to walk in and play a rebel song when we're trying to hide. Sure. That's very important to me. Understood. Because the second so, song starts, Grizz under the table just puts his dagger back into his belt. <laughs> 22, by the way, for performance for that one. Uh, people sing along with you. They much there prefer this song. That's totally fine. Yeah. So, um, you guys order your your dragons and flagons. Um, there's also the uh, extra large combo meal, the flagon and wagons. Um, That's what Grizz gets. There you go. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> yep. Uh, they they do bring it out in like a little uh, table wagon. For theming purposes. I always choose the kitschiest restaurants. <laughs> you just choose the kitschiest GM. That's all that, that happens. <laughs> um, the food's good. The food is very good. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's a lot of mutton and pheasant. Uh, cheese curds are included. They have a soda bread uh, that is served with it and uh, in-house uh, butter. Uh, for, um, there's, uh, leeks and, um, greens for vegetables. Uh, they serve ales and ciders, all fairly light fare. Um, the mutton is, is the heaviest thing. Uh, but I guess maybe the cheese curds, but it's all very good. It's, it's well-cooked, well-seasoned, um, good, hearty, uh, hearty food, for sure. And uh, Fable, you do continue to to raise the spirits of the um, of the patrons. A few of them definitely linger, maybe have a drink or two more than they they perhaps normally would. There's a little bit of a backup at the at the door, um, but tables do get turned, and so you guys are having a very pleasant night. Um, there are some stronger varieties of ales, um, but really e- each of you are spending half a gold, right? Five silver in, in fine food and, um, and drinks and things along, along those lines. Uh, if you are interested in trying to talk to anybody or get specific information, um, you guys are absolutely welcome to. You're also welcome to just pass the night without without much incident. Right. Can I borrow five silver? I seem to have left my queen butter back with Benedict. 
Abel is going to continue to just play through the evening. Um, mm-hmm. Partially, if anyone, if any one of her companions happens to roll high enough perception, partially to just to apparently distract herself and try to focus on something else. Um, but partially to give people the opportunity to, if they want to do some exploring, she is, if they want to talk to people, she is providing a, a look over here at me instead of over there at them sort of situation. But she's just going to play. Like, she doesn't need to talk to anybody. She's not trying to listen in. She's not trying to gather information. She is just trying to play. She'll slide a gold, like five gold over to Grizz. Maybe I have to pay his bill and slip the rest. I have zero gold. I've never recovered from that initial encounter. You'll never recover from this financially? <laughs> I'm in a financial hole. <laughs> I can't seem to dig myself out. You are my financial hole. Listen, That's... I came here for escapism, not student loans. And now oh I'm, God, I'm uncomfortable. Like... She's chosen not to have children for a reason. And then it's you not student loans because I've, le- I've learned nothing. <laughs> No, no, I was right uh, the first time. <laughs> um, I think during this performance, though, Grizz is going to make his way to the bar and try to catch the ear of Mara herself. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you, you do make your way over there, and you've... At least somebody's ordered from Mara at least once throughout the, the course of the evening. Um, but as you, um, as you find a spot of empty bar... Um, She'll come over and she sort of wipes it down. How are you doing? The chef. Good so, food is excellent. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> but appreciate it. Yeah, we've been uh, picking up bits here and there from a variety of travelers come through. So, you know, when they bring you in to uh, repair an, an oven up in one of them towers, then eh, it's peek at the cookbooks every once in a while. Right, I'm a bit of a cook myself, uh, so I don't know if you've heard of uh, Screamers Screaming Meats, the or recent edition of Town Travel, making their way around oh. town. I, I absolutely have. Hey, there's not many places else, uh, that serve both scaled and unscaled foods, and from what I've heard, it's uh, quite the stir, this, this travelling food truck of yours, spikes and meats and and uh, a whirring dervish of uh, of feast and famine, as far as I've been, uh, as rumor would tell. So we're uh, recovering a bit after the uh, events of the other day. Aye, Lost our whirling spikes. Um, looking to regain some of our stock, and which is what brings us to the site of town. I hear the... Uh, um, shifting market. Okay, look around, make sure nobody's near. Is a good place to acquire rarer ingredients. I don't suppose you're familiar at all. Ah, I know the shifting market a little bit. I try not to rely too heavily on things that are very specific for it. But uh, when we are uh, coming up on the winter solstice, I do try to make one yearly sojourn into the shifting market and, uh, you know, um, try to make my way uh, back out. I like to get a couple of, um, I call them 
um, what is it? The frost mint spices, right? Something so cool, but it still sort of burns the tongue. And it's a very unique uh, flavor that the, the dragon kind absolutely devour. Uh, so, you know, I like to do something sweet for them. But uh, I wouldn't, like I was saying, more than more than a seasonal or, or yearly treat, uh, odds are uh, they get a little thin for the shift in market, as it were. And I'm more of a fan of experimental cooking myself, so sounds the right place. Any Anything to watch out for? Should we be wary? It's spoken of so infrequently and quietly. Worry it's dangerous. It, you know, it... Um, it used to be a bit more, a bit busier, uh, but some dragons sort of, you know, took a uh, a particular sort of ownership over the idea of it. Said it could only exist because of dragons, and so only dragons should get to use it. But that's actually not why people don't talk about it very much. Um, I'd say about... Four years back? No. Maybe five. There were uh, there were a group of young kids. Eh, I'd say, what, maybe 90 by Yelvin standards. Um, you know, you know the type. Just before adulthood, ready to do whatever they want. Uh, full of gumption and bravery. And anyway, there was this big stir about them being lost on the on the crossway. The shifting market always ends up being across some sort of uh, bridge or tunnel or pathway. And there's a um, there's a feel that you have for it. There's a um, a fuzziness to to life, right? As you make your way and. Uh, there's a lot of different, um, what should I say? There's a lot of different theories as to what that is. And one of the reasons the dragons sort of latch on to it is uh, those of them gifted with the uh, with the dragon sight, the ability to sort of uh, talk to themselves from other places. I don't exactly understand all of it. Um, but they have an easier time making it through because part of that is... Uh, they say you're you're gathering yourself from all these different uh, bits and bobs of uh, of the cosmos, and when you get to the market, to make sure you're still you and not somebody else, and make sure that you, when you come out, you exit the right door. Um, but it's all the same door, right? It's uh, but it's that's what is. Um, Odd about it. Anyway, the kids made it in. They never made it out. And, you know, it became this big scare for uh, mothers to hide their babes under their skirts and, uh, you know, warn them of, of go right. crawling in, in tunnels and tubes. Of course, around here, everybody crawls in something. That's just, that's just life. Uh, so... That's about it for the shift in market. Uh, you see more dragons visit it when it's closer to the center of town. We small folk stick to it on the edges here. Um, hasn't heard anything terribly out of the ordinary for it. But I would say if you're of two minds of something, 
Oh, you might... You might just uh, send a friend with a shopping list. That's the most dangerous bit of it. Okay, so I don't think they're really with the group. They appreciate the information. That's all new. Um, you going to be making your way there this eve? That's the plan. Hmm. Made our way a little too early. Um, decided to stop by your lovely establishment for a bite and a drink. Oh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Haven't had a proper bard in the, in the tavern in, oh, I don't know, months perhaps. It's been lovely. Um, One level of a proper bard. Most people never get a level in bard. Yeah. Most people don't have a musical instrument proficiency. That's, there you go. Um, she's a right treat to have along. Let's say. I think we get accustomed to the songs and everything around the fire as we travel. But I, I, I spread to, to new faces. Absolutely. Well, I, I know how much good song can bolster a, a weary soldier's uh, arm. So I understand it. Um, right. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And uh, I suppose if you need help, let me know. I mean, it's uh, it's not nearly winter time for me yet, but uh, uh, it's coming up. I suppose I could make an effort, maybe, and think about it. Keep up on that, but we'll try not to bother you unless we feel that we we need to. You've been more than enough help already. Um, here's something my bill and uh, Grizzle slide a whole gold piece over, not just the five silver. Oh. Much appreciated, thank you. Be generous what you can, that's what my doll always taught me. Mm. <laughs> uh, the ride's like being have... generous with someone else's money! Oh yeah. I need to get back to my group. Thank you so much, Mara. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Be well. Turn to the table and just kind of share that information with, with the group. Minus Fable. Appropriate, because Fable's player didn't hear it because she was in the bathroom. So, like, this is real immersive acting at this point. Grizz, do me a favor. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, 17. Okay. Sounds good. Um... Is there anything else you guys would like to do um, with the, the portion of the evening that you have? You know, and the other thing... Oh. I'm keeping my ears open for um, just little snippets of conversation that's happening. If anything interesting is being said, that's all. Okay. Yeah, make a um, make perception check. Tauroth, what were you up to? Uh, at some point, probably would have kind of looked over a treasure and just kind of motioned to kind of get a table a little further away just so we could chat for a bit. Sure. Okay. Um, go for it. Meg? Oh, it was a nat one for an eight, so I don't know. You, um... He, he's spending my money. 
and and making bullshit comments about well one should always be free with one but fuck man come on <laughs> you uh you know that high pitch ringing that happens sometimes when you're walking and like your yeah. ears uh yeah. just sort of me you you get a bit of that and uh and when you hear when you see him spending your money there there are flames kill bill sirens <laughs> um so yeah um, Tauroth, you and Treasure make your way over to the uh, to the more private booth as as one opens up. Hey, just gonna pop down, have the drinks between us. Just I don't know about you, but I am exhausted. Yeah, but. Not much we can do right now. We just kind of got to hold it together and do what we can. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just still feel bad about having to leave Brenton for so long as we did. I mean... <clears throat> what decision were we going to possibly make, Talroth, that would have made anything different? We... You're lucky you're alive. I, I know teleportation is kind of weird magic. I mean, we all ended up okay after that, but I, I, I'm kind of getting the sense there's some little more to that one just now. You are lucky you're alive. Yeah, I, I don't. I ain't gonna argue on that one. That was <laughs> that was not pleasant. No, and every time I see you charge into battle or walk away on your own like that, I still hear it. Look, I mean to make you worry, none. Just last last night, I knew I could probably just get in, get out, see if I could try to find those in a Breton or someone. I wasn't. I'm glad, I'm glad you found those in. But last time, you thought you could get in and get out too. You know, with all the stuff that happened that night, I I remember you being in there with that big old squid face. I remember Grizz being right there next to me. Just there was there was a lot going on all at once. I just know at some point everything just kind of stopped. The next thing I know, I'm just kind of watching things. It was it still doesn't make much sense to me even kind of knowing like what happened I'd rather not try to explain it because every time I look in a mirror I can still see it I can still hear it I can still feel it just like every time I see you walk away or charge in confident that you're going to come back in one piece even though nobody else might remember I'll still remember the one time you didn't. 
You just broke my heart. I know, I know there ain't no way for me to say sorry or anything like that that's going to make it all better. It's not about sorry. It's about being careful. <coughs> it's about weighing those moments. But, and yes, of all people, I'm probably one of the last people who should say that. But it really is about weighing those moments. I know we joke around with you, but I can tell you, everybody here, me especially would be really torn up if suddenly you didn't come back. I mean, all, you know, all joking aside, uh, yeah, I, I got nothing to say. I mean, I had like, had like three different smart ass quips that were just ready to go, but ain't none of them, ain't none of them the right thing to say. Listen, I care about you a lot. Probably more than I'm willing to currently throw down on the table with a good conscience. But I care about you a lot. And I just want you to know that and think about that before you go running off. I'm not saying you can't go run off, but at least pause before you do. I at least owe you that much. Well, <laughs> I know I owe you more than that, but thing is, I know, you, I know you always got my back. So if I go running off, I know you're going to be right there behind me, making sure whatever's coming up behind me is going to not be there much longer. But yeah, for you, I'll definitely try to be more careful. That's all I can ask. Because Taroth, I'm so glad you think of me that way. But I'm not sure I can always catch everything. I'm not perfect. And I do miss sometimes. And I do mess up a lot. The caravan got attacked because of me. No, the caravan got attacked because some dumbass was coming after you and he went to the wrong place. The caravan weren't your fault. Regardless, I just want you to be careful. It hurts seeing you turn around and still sometimes seeing that hole in the back of your head or hearing that whistle. I'm playing that game of cards and not knowing if we were going to win. And when we lost, not knowing what was going to happen. You ever wondered what I was willing to bet to get you back? My confidence. I was willing to put my confidence on the table and give it away if it meant that you would be okay. 
just kind of kind of absently rub my hand on the back of my head. I ain't going to try to crack a joke about it. I ain't going to try to make light of it. Yeah, that was... That whole thing with Cass did not go the way I expected. In fact, I don't know what to expect. I mean, regardless of what happened, if he had tried coming after anyone else, like tried coming after, after Thosin, after Fable, after you, then, yeah, I would have found some damn way to come back from wherever I was to kick Cass square in the teeth. I mean, I still saw everything, still... Even you guys running off on the running off over them roofs, trying to chase down Cass's little go-to boy. I still saw all that. Damn impressive jump, by the way. Gotta give you that one. But I'm just I'm just not used to people doing stuff for me like that. Like willing to He's going to grab his face, just hold his cheeks. You're bad at words. Yes, I know. I'm horrific at words. All I'm going to say is thank you for the apology. I understand. We love you. We care about you. I love you and care about you. Please be careful. I will do my best. I'll just kind of headbutt treasure a little bit. And she just kind of like wrinkles her nose, gently headbutts him back. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we are going to take a break. Uh, we are going to be back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we will see you guys in, yeah, about five, ten minutes. Uh, but until then, stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone, and with me tonight, we have... Caitlin playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer with a level of bard. Oh my god, did you kill a bug so bad it bled? No, that's me. Does my blood... Oh, no. Why are you bleeding? No, that's worse. I'm, I'm bleeding my own blood. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm bleeding. <laughs> Thanks, Raj. <laughs> Hopefully it's not bleeding. That's yes. Okay. Ah. I'm Andrew. I'm playing Grizz, the Dwarven Beastmaster Ranger and Kinsai Monk. Yes. I'm playing Ke- I'm Kez, not playing Kez. I am Kez. <laughs> I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. Well, uh, I am Mars. I'm playing Tower of Blade, the Wood Elf Scout. Sounds good. So when last we left off, you guys have made your way, uh, you're in Draconopolis, you made your way to Mara's. You learned a bit about the shifting market. Um, and Tauroth and Treasure just had a, uh, a conversation about his recent demise and return. Um, so, you know, ended on a, on a number. Uh, 
Uh, you guys are still in Mara's. You are welcome to call out a night here or um, and head to the Shifting Market. Or if there's anything else you guys want to do, just let me know. Okay. Sounds good. Looks like everybody is good to move. Um, as you guys are gathering up your your things to go, um, you start repacking your bags, you've paid your tabs, and Mara stayed open a bit later than it, it probably normally does. These are, again, civics workers, and they um, have usually work early in the morning. So, that happens. The doors are being locked behind you, and you begin to travel down the road. Um, and as you guys are making your way to... Um, oh, I remember. I have the name. Do I have the name? Don't have the name. Um, Dumuraz. Um, you hear the rapid footfalls, hooffalls of a horse and, uh, and a cart being coming down the road behind you. It is late into the night now. It's 1130. Most things are closed and it seems a little out of place. There's definitely no traffic that's happening at this point. What would you guys like to do? Is the horse like, is it, you know, it's, busting it's, its ass or is it just coming? It, it is, um, it is not like sprinting, but it is traveling with a, uh, a purpose. Mm. Get that out of the way. Let it go by. Scoot off to the side of the road. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can I see inside the carriage? Uh, so not not really a carriage. It is. Uh, go ahead and make perception checks. Um, if you do not have low light vision or dark vision, it is at disadvantage because uh, it is dark on the road right now. Twenty six. Okay. Thirty twenty. Three bits of sticky tape. Uh, Tauroth, treasure. Uh, 26 for me. Okay. Scene. Okay. So uh, pretty much everybody but Fable does recognize it. it it's Mara. And she, she's, oh. um, yeah, she's, she's riding along. She's got a wagon um, and she, she She's her head is definitely looking uh, everywhere, um, like she's she's trying to find something. Um, and as she's as she starts to ride by, she you see she actually just looks behind her, and in the wagon behind her, it is like a um, delivery wagon. There, uh, in in some pens, uh, looks like there are two goats and. 
That's what you get mutton from, right? Goats? Yeah. Two goats. And... Mutton is sheep. Two sheep. And... Three chickens. Um, and one of them is sort of... Like... Right, I know, just... Okay, stop it. And she's gonna... Oh. Do you wave her down, or she's just gonna keep riding past you? Call it. Evening, Mara. Good is. <laughs> oh, there you are. I'm so sorry. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad I was able to catch up to you all. It's... Listen... Shift to market can be, it's a bit of a, if you've never done it before, the point is, you it seem like. It can be shifty. Excuse me a moment, I'm reconsidering something. If you decide to just continue on, I fully understand, Mara. I appreciate that. No, uh, listen. There are some tricks about the shift in market that, uh, you know, some locals know and don't particularly uh, feel super fond about sharing with non-locals. It's gone bad for us a time or two. But you seem like nice folk and actually I like you. So I brought you, uh, we're just going to say goats because I like goats better than sheep. I brought you some goats and some chickens. So, um, up your pop. Uh, everybody grab an animal. We'll hop up and grab a goat, I suppose. Right. Uh, so I thought the trick to it was just making your way through the portal, as it were. Right. No, I mean, that is. Yeah. No, it's important to, to do that. Um, and it's important that you not be, you know, super divided on something, at least on the inside. Um, but sometimes things uh, can be, oh, how do you say, uh, a little weird in there. And one of the ways you know things are starting to fall apart is if your chicken or your goat uh, stops being a chicken or a goat. And if it disappears, you should just run, like, super fast. As fast as you can. What do you mean it stops being a chicken or a goat? What would it be? Um, uh, what, do you want, like, the simple answer or the, like, fancy? Simple's fine. All right, well, sometimes a goat turns into a ram or a sheep turns into a, a goat or... You know, they could turn into a dog or um, anything with kind of four legs, really. And if it turns into something with only two legs, so then you're you're edging into disappearing territory there. So you really want to be careful about that. Usually it's just you, you get something, you keep a hand on it. And um, because they don't have uh, the, the, the consciousness, right, simple animals, they don't, um, they can't all be of the same mind. Because they don't have the zen in them. Except for turtles. Tortoises, right? Or turtles. Clump clumps or flip flops. Either way. Um, they, they're they very serene creatures. So just out of curiosity. You mentioned if it turns into something with two legs. Right. Then you should be really concerned. Oh, you mean, has a sheep ever turned into like an elf? 
Oh no, sheep's okay, never turned then. into an elf. Sometimes a sheep will turn into a sheep um, person, or that's really rare. But um, if if that happens, there's a good chance they're actually just a, a monstrosity from some sort of wizard tavern uh, tower. And um, yeah. say, is this how this world gets fawns and satyrs? Because I'm about it. No, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. So the, the the complicated answer is this: you, in all of your yules and echoes across the worlds, as the dragons like to say. Uh, all of those echoes are, or a chunk of them, are going to be walking down this tunnel together, and you're sort of putting your 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 echoes together. And um, some of you might have brought a different animal, and so if the animal gets confused as to what it's supposed to be, then you're getting confused as to what you're supposed to be. And um, or if the animal just disappears, then uh, there's a hole. And you might fall into it. So stay close to our goat or chicken. Yeah, you want to hold. Though you want to hold the chicken, right? They're yeah. they're a bit flighty, and you want. So you Archer want to, has already like snugged the chicken. Yeah, you want to <laughs> you want to hold the chicken. All right. Um, if you're more familiar with birds, then that's an important one. Uh, but the goats, I just, I don't have enough goats for everybody. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but you want to keep a hand on it. This is a wild I, magic canary. This is great. Um, <laughs> so, I, right, do you want to go have these on a goat with me? No, no, you should have your own goat. Everybody should have their own goat. Oh, I, or thought, chicken. I thought she meant there was not enough left over. There are two, so go- Fable, two goats. Fable has goats. made friends with a goat. Great. She has made friends with a goat. Great. Um, right, uh, what do we owe you Megan's a rider, folks. Well, I, I tell you what. Uh, if you make it, and you make it back, and you can bring me some of these uh, some of these mint uh, spices that I was asking for. And she's got a list. It's got like three or four words on it. Um, if you bring those back, we'll call it even. And you can sell the chickens or goats or whatever you need to do. Uh, you shouldn't need them on the way back, just over there. So, you know, if they make it and then you barter them away, that's fine. Uh, the spices are worth well more than that. So, you know. Let's uh, take the list and tuck it in my pocket. I thank you again for the uh, the warning and the uh, goat. I'm going to call you Paul. Short for Polly, because he could be anything. That sounds good. Um, last bit of warning. Um, we don't mention the um, and she gets she gets real quiet, and she she really only kind of says it to Grizz. Like, she, she motions for him to come over. Not that she's worried about you guys, but it's just, she is this cautious about it. Um, and she... You don't don't mention to anyone specifically where you come from. Uh, specifics like that can get you in trouble. But more importantly, you don't say nothing about the prince. You understand me? Right? Uh, 
discretion is one of the things we're good at. All right. No, I, I, you know, just for everybody's sake. We appreciate that, Mara. All right. And I'll be back with your spices and for another round at your fine establishment tomorrow. All right. I'll see you then. Thank you again. Have a good night. All right. Polly, let's get going. Uh, 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 uh. uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> as we start moving, I'll kind of quietly relay that information just with the same kind of level of discretion that Mara was showing. Mm-hmm. Um, let the re- fill the rest of the party and just not uh, talk about where we're from, no specifics, no details, not to mention the prince of implied scales. Okay. As you guys make your way to the to the trench, to this deep runoff um, rainwater sort of funnel, and you find the tunnel. The tunnel is actually not terribly hard to find. It's very big. And there is a small gathering of people that are waiting at the mouth of it. About 200 feet back, there are a couple of merchants. Um, They've brought like pop-up tables and they have these, as you walk by, um, they have these odd little trinkets and whistles and whirls and sort of clicks and mechanical little gnomish things. You get the feeling those are um, attempting to fill in the spot of your uh, chicken and or goat. And these people are, are selling them. There's about 20 people waiting at the mouth of the tunnel. And the the appointed time is drawing near. Um, are all of you traveling to the shifting market? Okay. Because I, I did pass on Mars warning that it's better to have one person go with the shopping list. I think. As far as I understand, yep. you've told them all, and everybody is okay with going. Yep. Cool. Just wanted to make sure. Not, Grizz is not going to not see this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, before we go in, um, he is going to cast Speak with Animals. Mm-hmm. Right, Paul. You warn me if you start feeling funny, and I'll warn you if I do. All right. Oh, we speak with animals. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Got it. Uh-huh. All right. That sounds good. I can do that. Never, ever, 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 ever let us do any adventure without a goat again. 
Uh, I mean, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know about that. Paul, you're a member of the team now. Wait till you meet Benedict. Oh, that sounds good. I could go for a Benedict right now. Hey, not an eggs Benedict. This is the giant badger variety. You notice that he's like eating his leash. He's a goat. He eats literally anything. <laughs> Because I'll like cut off a piece of his leather belt and be like, chew on that. <laughs> Last you long. What the fuck is happening? Goat's gonna hey, go, I man. I don't know. That's I, I know like one thing I, about a goat. They'll eat anything. Yeah, uh, That's as far I as I got. Point, point of order when I'm using speak with animals and speaking to an animal, am I speaking goat or is the goat just comprehensible to me? I believe the goat is just. Um, I defer to the player. Uh, with how how they they want the magic to work because to me um, it's the same spell but it can be cast so many different ways right there are okay. there's probably a druidic version when you are like yeah you're just speaking you're making goat noises uh, uh, I think Grizz is making goat noises yeah absolutely yes. and I'm sure that there are some like elven refined or like high wizard version where you speak normally and the, the goat understands and and reflects that back at you but Nothing for refined about grizz we're we're speaking goat yeah i i to me that's uh, a more interesting way and it creates the variety in the spells that they uh, achieve the same objective with uh different sort of means um so you guys have your animals in hand um the time begins to arrive um Last chance for any preparations. Um. Uh, since we were able to get Thosin back. Yes. And we are heading to the shifting market. Would it have been possible to have gotten the the current shards of the, the staff from Thosin? Yeah. To see if maybe there's another shard in the market. Okay, sure. Who is attuned to it? I'll attune to it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. You guys begin to set out. Stepping first into this tunnel. Who among you has dark vision? Or low light vision? Everyone but Fable. Fable does now. Our tattoos. I forgot our tattoos gave it. I should not have been at disadvantage for that 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 other role, but yeah. Okay, great. So as you begin to step into the darkness, it starts with the simple sounds of footfalls, the echoes that bounce off of the hollow concrete walls. The hooves of treasure and the goats. The occasional of the chickens. The light murmurs and frantic hushes of the other people 
very wide tunnel. Most of you are able to travel into it at the same time. Twenty some odd wide. The darkness seems to get thicker, enveloping you. You feel it before you see it, or don't see it, as it were. You feel it along your arms, then down to your fingertips. It's like... It's like wading through the water of a warm bath. The water is no longer hot, nor is it cold. It's that perfect temperature that matches your skin. And you only feel the resistance. That slight pressure. That idea that lets you know that there's something more than air here around you. And as you walk, that feeling spreads. Almost as though you were wading into a pool. But instead of it going from your feet up, it's from the front back. Fingertips and arms, elbows, shoulders, the tip of your nose. You actually panic for a moment. Can you breathe through your nose? But you do eventually your mouth you breathe through your mouth you can you can feel it sort of envelop in it stretch its way to the back of your throat as you exhale there's a pressure there when it hits your eyes the darkness that you could see through begins to fade and then the sounds the hooves, the clicks, the little twangs of sprockets, of springs, the gentle clucks of the chickens. Does anyone reach out? Okay. Reaches to the side to... I'm assuming you all have a hand on your respective animals. And then we all entered together, right? So I think mm-hmm. Grizz kind of puts his hand out and kind of feels to the side for uh, whoever's walking just to the other side of him from the goat. So it probably would have been, we'll say treasure. Um, as you as you reach out, your arm treasure was on that side. Um, Saride was on the other side of the of the goat. Um, you guys were almost elbow to elbow on your way in, but as you stretch out your arm, you don't feel treasure anywhere. And your hand begins to pins and needles blood seems to 
fall asleep, like it's retracting from your limbs in an instinctual fear of whatever might be out there. I would like you all to roll me a percentile. Eleven. Ninety-two. Get fable. Eighty-six. Thank you, treasure. Twenty-nine. Talroth. Five. Okay. Talroth, Saride, Fable. The hand, the feeling you have on your animal begins to you clutch it close. You pet it a little a little nearer. I would like the three of you to make intelligence saving throws. Or history checks. I will take whichever one has your better modifier. Oh, history. So let me do that. Yeah, I had clicked on the saving throw when you said, or whichever yeah, has the better fine. modifier. I'll take the better. Yeah. 28 history. Okay. 10 history. Okay. I'm doing an intelligence saving throw, and I'm using luck. Okay. 15 on my intelligence saving throw. Okay. Easy check. You all immediately recognize the um, for Tauroth you were the chicken you were holding is a very soft uh, bunny that has uh, is sort of burrowing kind of into your into your chest as it attempts to kind of hide Saride you uh as you feel the little, uh, the little grabby claws of the ferret attempting to crawl up your shoulder and over your, your back, you remember this isn't what you brought. Um, Fable, for you, the short hair, small um, horns of the goat are no longer there they're they're replaced with a thick furred large rolling spiraled horns of a of a ram um and you kind of mat your fingers in in its fur as a moment of fear begins to to hit you um I would like all of you to make wisdom saving throws. This is against a fear effect, if that matters. Some people have abilities against fear. Is that all of us or just the folks that failed? Just the folks that failed. Okay. Say 17. Okay. 12. Okay. Also a 12. Okay. Tyroth, you steal yourself, you take a deep breath, and 
you feel your back, the hairs, the skin sort of ripple into these uh, kind of on-edge goose pimples, and it's like electricity washing over you, but you continue to take small, steady steps. Saride, Fable, the animals begin to panic, and in your heart, you, you do too. You start to pick up the pace, hoping to just make it across a little faster. I would like each of you to think about what is Saride and Fable, what are each of you most conflicted about? Fable. Oh, she knows. Do I have to talk about it? Uh, I would like you to tell me. So yes, please. That's, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 um, I appreciate the internal game that's happening here, but for the viewers at yeah. home, if you wouldn't mind sharing, <laughs> you know. Um, she is conflicted about and has therefore been avoiding following through with the reason she sought out a school setting in the first place. Uh, mm. The research, the because the answers that she may find may be worse than she's been willfully ignoring the possibility that home isn't there anymore and that it was her fault and that she could or couldn't do anything to fix it now. In another world, if you hadn't come on this adventure, if if solving that lineage crisis, that um, that feeling of being hunted, had been the most important thing to you, maybe if you were born under a different element, you feel. Like there was another path at some point. And as you look, you begin to see a dawning to your right. And you hesitate to look. Do you want to? No. Need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Six. I was going to use luck, but I'd rather save it for if the party as a whole needs me to have points left. So. Okay. The light is there, and you sort of wince that right eye, and you turn away, knowing you shouldn't look. But then the heat begins to hit your ice-crackling skin. 
And you think maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's a phoenix. Maybe it's something from home. Maybe it's someone you know. And, and so you do. You turn your head and you look. And the flame that is across the body of this near ashen black and white fable with blue licks of inferno-like heat filling in the charred cinders of her skin, her hair, a blazing flame, the wings of ethereal fire wrecked from her back, as opposed to the fine, dazzling, and perhaps showman-like clothes of Circus Girl. These leathers are torn, ripped, rapidly repaired and sewn together. The bandolier across her chest, stuffed with blades and wands. The belt she wears hangs crystals and books from it. The scars are where the white ash bleed through. It's been a hard life. She looks and she sees you in the same moment that you see her. And you realize your paths are converging. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. We're going to use luck for this one, kiddos. As your footfalls line up together, the ice and the fire release this high-pitched whistled scream, and it is the first noise that you have heard in the infinity of time that you have spent walking through this tunnel. And as you close your eyes and wish for it all to be over, you realize the high-pitched whistling scream is a slowly escaping shudder from your lips. But you are across. Fable. Well done. It's a ride. What are you most conflicted about? Being an arcanist or an archivist. At what moment in your life do you think you would have chosen not to? Not to go to the Prime Material and leave the Feywild? Not to travel this full journey? To go back with Cole after having reached the Forge? At what point does Saride's path diverge from her own? 
I think she would have stayed in the forge. Stayed in the forge. Never gone to Cairdian. No. Do you think Roll me any die. I'm looking for an even or odd. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> do a twenty. Okay. Ooh, was a nat twenty. Okay. You see As you feel the cold metal, uh, you don't wear armor, do you? Oh, you do now. Great. Yep, that's what I thought. Yep. As you feel the cold metal of the armor that you have adorned in recent months, grace your skin. You hear a lilting hum. One that you Recognize it's a soft, gentle tune. You know where it, it's actually, it's something your mother used to sing. It's a lullaby your mother would sing to you when you were a child. There's a warmth to it. And it stops being omnidirectional. It stops coming from everywhere. And it it's just to your left. You recognize the tune. But the voice sounds different. It's not your mother's voice. And then there's this, this odd discomfort that hits. As you realize that's that's your voice. That's what you sound like when you sing. Do you want to look? Yeah. As you turn your head, there is adorned in simple but refined gowns, bereft of jewelry, save a widow's mourning veil. An elegant, deep green dress, Saride. Her stomach distended and full. Her hands cradling an unborn memory as she hums gently. She sees you in the same moment that you see her. 
She looks healthy. Happy. Sad. Some ways fulfilled, some ways broken. Your paths are steps away from converging. If you want to resist, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. You feel the ferret disappear from your hands, and you break out into a sprint. I need you to make me an athletics check, or a strength saving throw, if either of those is different. Yes, strength saves. Cool. I don't know how, but yeah. Proficiency for clerics. Fuck you! Eleven! Okay. Okay. You come... You hear the lullaby get faster as it matches your steps. You begin to breathe heavily. Running is always exhausting, especially under this armor. And with every footfall, the song gets louder, faster, louder, and faster, until you can feel your heart beating out of your chest. And then you take another desperate, ragged breath as you've been forcing in and out this thick blackness, this air of enveloping darkness, this rich void, but the frozen cold sting of honest-to-God air hits your lungs and you burst into tears as you hit the ground, happy to be through the tunnel. You look at your sleeves, beneath your armor, there's a rich green dress. You panic for a moment, you stand up, you start feeling your body. You, there's no bump. You are okay. You were so close. They, uh, it almost had you. As best you can tell, there's this dress and a small, oh God, was that a baby bag? Might have been a baby bag. There's a violin in it now, but oh God. There's a wide range as, um, Tauroth, Treasure, and Grizz, uh, you guys had, have had a very short trip through a very dark place, and about the same time as you are feeling the air hit you and your animals that you had brought in comfortably make their way with you. 
you look to your left and to your right, and Fable is like in uh, tears. Yes, there you go. She's 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 not fucking okay. Neither is Sarad. I'm guessing. I would like one of you, not uh, those two in particular, anyone, roll me a d20. Okay. Natural 19. Okay. Absolutely. As you look around the exact same time, 19 of the 20 other travelers have stepped out of the darkness. You take a quick count and you realize there was an old tiefling. Old tiefling man walked with a cane. Refined, but slow. Wounded. Definitely in the twilight of his years. He doesn't come out of the darkness. There are a few others crying. Some look visibly different. Some disturbed. One has had that little clockwork trinket replace his hand. Sort of clicks and twists and whirls like gears. There is a another person there. Patchwork clothes. None of it matches. All the styles are different. Elven armor over human long johns. Decked with a draconic cloak. Dwarven helm. Halfling reed in his mouth. None of it makes sense. Well, a couple of first-timers. You did pretty good. Looks like... Oh, oh, just a touch of a few others, huh? Not bad. Huh. Welcome to the shifting market. The doors, the portcullis that directs the water begins to lift. And you hear this busy throng of every marketplace you've ever heard. Fish here. Get your fish. Real live human tears made fresh on sight. At a D&D campaign. That's the freshest. Absolutely. Lost fates. Peddling lost fates. They're only slightly used. I've got baby boots. Never used baby boots here. How about faux fur jackets? Three for one. We'll snag one of those for Narvi later, but Treasure's going to, like, lean down first of all and try to just kind of, big as she is, scoop up 
Fable and Sarai to just give them hugs if she can. I feel like both of us, while grateful for the gesture, yeah. are freaking the fuck out right now and maybe don't want to be touched or perceived. She'll she'll let her pick her up and she's not going to be a dick about it. But she, Fable won't let herself be touched right now. She just, you know, uh, um, it just keeps her her arms around her stomach. Treasure nods. If you need me. Let's wait here for a moment. Let everyone catch their breaths. Before we go into the market, I think. Looks like you two had quite a different experience than the three of us might have. I'm just going to hold up my rabbit. Um, I, I think something happened. Oh, yes. You're, yeah. you're, yeah, you had a chicken. It's now a rabbit. That's right. She uh, looks at her ram and it's just you wish this is the only thing that happened to me. Um, I'm going to cast Oh, yes, Miranda. I'm going to cast Locate Person for yeah. Brenton. Brenton is in the market. You, you do feel it. You can begin to travel I, in that direction. To, okay, I can't remember. Does this give me direction? Direction, yeah. But not Length. Um, it's within a thousand feet. Gives you For general closeness. Direction. Yeah. Um, you're you can use it to make your way to him. I'm not. I'm not going to be super particular about it. No, fair. I'm just trying to. Uh, yeah. Um, hoof whoa. shoes here. Hoof shoes for your devils. All left feet all the time. Never dance in the moonlight with a shoeless devil. Paul, you doing all right? I, yeah, I mean, that, that was weird. I mm, didn't taste good. Mm. Tastes like much to me, but, you know, glad you're all right. Pat him on the the head. Oh, that's good. So, oh. Billy, as he looks and realizes the other goat didn't make it. Just went to a farm up north. <clears throat> Die for Paul. Uh, the awkward <laughs> change of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, say, make it away. Torn umbrellas. Fifty for one. As we're walking, I'm just going to kind of take a moment, keeping the rabbit in one arm, because I mean it kind of works. Now. I like the rabbit. Cool. I'm just going to kind of reach into my pack and just put my hand on the shards of the staff, and just pop an action, pop the action to see if I can just detect one here or not. Roll a percentile. Five. No. All right. Just kind of just make sure it's secure. Just kind of go over to treasure and just kind of whisper over to her. No shard here. So nice and clean. At least that she's meanwhile petting the chicken that has started nesting in her hair. Sure. And she's named it Waffles because chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. like, 
human goods stand from Owl House vibes right now. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that, but just the odd accoutrement. Yeah, it um, is. It is quite odd. Um, but she is curious. I mean, I, I assume this place stacks up wildly different than anything I've seen in Jalen. Yes, I mean, it is. Jalen is an odd. F is an odd mirror to it. The open markets, the the stalls that would uh, set up on the bridges at at random times, but they all sold goods, like legitimate goods, even if they were poorly made, noodles or whatever they may have been. They were still things people would sell and buy. Um, some of this stuff is physical goods. Some of it looks honestly just like trash. And some of it is so metaphysical that it's weird. Um, that, like that guy over there is selling fates. I don't know. <laughs> you Like you look at the umbrella vendor and he's literally selling one broken umbrella for the price of 50. And... But does he have a line? Do you see people trying to buy it is the question. There, there's one. Yeah, there are, two, there are two people looking at his stall and looking like they're trying to haggle with him and, and yep. are going to buy one or two. That's, that's what matters right there is the clientele has found him. Yeah. And so. As a small business owner, I'm insulted because uh, why aren't we selling broken umbrellas, Cody? Like, what I, the fuck? You know, I'm. I can only dream of the weirdness. I can't not manifest it. I'm so sorry. As you guys are making your way through the shifting market, uh, I would like Grizz, uh, since you have the shopping list of the spices, um, you can make an a investigation check with advantage. Okay. For your fine spices and uh, and necessaries background thing 14 14 um let's see i'm gonna roll you 2d 10 5 uh you get in the food area that seems slightly segregated um or separated off um right and there's like uncooked churros and We'll eat you a sandwich. And but you, you you're having trouble finding the spices in specific. Um, the rest of you are headed towards Brenton, or is there anybody else looking for anything else? Just um, looking anything interesting. I want to see interesting stuff. Okay. I'm definitely making my way towards Brenton, but okay. keeping an eye out for different things and if something catches my eye, just to make a mental note to come back later. Sure. Uh, treasure, roll me a percentile. Uh, 93. 93. All right. There's all sorts of weird stuff. Anything that I've said so far, if you want to, to ask about it, you're welcome to. I will say the one thing that catches your eye is the comb. Of echoes, echoes, echoes. And um, there's one that looks like 
an amalgamation of, of like brass and bronze metals that have made, imagine like a steampunk doggy cone. And one of, and the person selling it has one. And, and it's currently laying flat on him like a, um, like a collar, like a fancy Victorian collar. And, uh, and he, you, you see him. Cone of echoes, echoes, echoes here. Cone of echoes, echoes, echoes. Want to find your echoes, echoes, echoes? I've got the cone for you. Here are the echo cones, echo cones. This plus one here. At this point, Fable perks up and she'll do a double and she'll back back around. Okay. And she hovers near Treasure, who's looking at this, and just. you and to go find out what it does i kind of do <clears throat> could you go find out what it does i can't I'll, I'll just i'll be i'll be over here she's gonna especially for fables intrigue mm-hmm. go in there and check in on this thing okay you there young you there. You look like you have had a cone or two, but never a cone of echoes, echoes, echoes. So, um, can I get you in one of these cones today? What's it going to take? Well, what do they do, first of all? Well, the they echo, echo, echo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see. You're driving a hard bargain. You would like a demonstration. That is all right. I have just the thing. Now, what you do is you get your cone of echoes, 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 right here. And you give it a good pop. And here we are. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, for the demonstration purposes, we're just going to use this little uh, ear tuner, right? And he takes another, uh, that weird thing from Lord of the Rings, the like old timey ear horn to help you hear things. So, I would like you to speak into the cone and say something. Um, what would you ever like to say to yourself, or a question you would like to ask yourself, or if you ever wondered if things were a little bit different, and uh, ask it into the cone, and then put the ear thing in the ear and the other side up to the cone, and we shall see. Ready? Go for it. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. But but go ahead. Cody has to hear it, but he's not going to listen. Yeah. And she's going to just whisper into the cone. Just something simple like cinnamon rolls are my favorite food. See what happens. Okay. Are cinnamon rolls actually your favorite food? No, actually her favorite food is baklava. Okay. Understood. Um... You hold the earpiece up to your ear, and you hear what you just said. Cinnamon rolls are my favorite food. And it echoes, echoes, echoes. And then you begin to hear echoes respond of baklava's my favorite food. No, they're not. Why are you lying? That's so weird. I actually like cinnamon rolls. 
You have to smash them with a frying pan before you can eat them. That's what makes it worth it. Well, that's just delightful. It, it, she's going to giggle that much more and say, okay, well, how much are they? Oh, now for a cone of echoes, echoes, echoes. Uh, these are in high demand, especially on certain prime material planes. You know there are those individuals that have taken to the tradition of removing their echoes, 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 so that they become more of the one, one, one and have all of their manifestations, stations, stations amongst themselves. So you have to understand, this could be both a blessing and a curse. Curse, curse. Um, so here in the shifting market, 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 we do trade in the eccentric. Now, I could do with hmm I would say a happy ending or I could also use hmm oh I would trade you three of my siblings for you to take this cone Three of your siblings. Yes. What the fuck is this place? Three of my siblings. You take the three of my siblings and the cone. And uh, we'll call it even. Or I'll keep my siblings and I will give you, you will give me happy ending. And you will get the cone. Cody has now realized that that is a terrible double entendre and not intended uh, we are not on Friday nights. I'm uh, happily ever after. Let's go with that. I will take a happily ever after. Uh, or if you had something tremendously rare and magical from your prime material plane, something that was like uh, shaking, because that's really what we're selling here is the. Uh, uh, uh. So, is it you? sad that I want us to take his siblings? Like, is it sad that I'm fucking intrigued by that nonsense? And can I do an insight check on him? Yeah. Just on all this craziness? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 13, 14 total. Uh, there is a magic about this place that lying... What you had to go through to get you here precludes you from openly being deceitful and lying. And it's not even the way a like a contract with a devil would go. It's that if you try to be of two minds of something, if I try to believe one thing and say something else, that you start to you start to break apart. So, he is being 100% above board. This is doable, and these are real deals. Okay. I'm not exactly certain what you mean by three of your siblings. I don't have siblings. I got cousins. Well, you would have siblings. Well, then this is a double good deal. You get not only the wonderful experience of having grown up with siblings, but a cone of echoes, echoes, echoes. 
Oh my God, he's literally tra- having grown up with siblings. Yes. Oh my fucking what? Found family is taking on a whole new meaning. Oh. As for happy endings, I mean, how can you have a happy ending when the story's not even halfway through? Well, that's true. So you won't need to know if you're having a happy... You don't even know if you're getting a happily ever after. You may never find out. Yours may end in tragedy, but if you give it away, just in case it actually does happen, it becomes mine. Mine. And she's sitting there thinking about this. She was about to ask Bloodburner his thoughts, and then she realized he's probably the worst person to ask. <laughs> She's like, "Do you look for Bloodburner?" Yes. Immediately. Okay. Like she goes to reach for Bloodburner. Um. You don't feel it. And she panics. Your eyes spiral about it's not here she instantly panics forgets the cone for now the actually make a intelligence check saving thrower or check either one okay i think it's the same for me cool 12 you you say you're you're about to say fuck the cone when you realize the cone might be able to give you the answer if you ask the people that are on the other side if any of them came with a blood burner or didn't come with a blood burner ask the people on the other side so if i grab the cone yeah it could tell me where blood burner went supposedly so right. i understand yeah you're asking your other selves the other echoes of yourself Would any of us have been close enough to realize she didn't have big angry on her back? Uh, you guys all have to. You'd, it would have to be wisdom saving throws for you to to realize it. Um, I'm guessing if she didn't notice the weight was missing, none of us would have noticed that the actual thing was missing. Like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't stare at her ass on a regular yeah, basis. So. That's fair. Um. So, what would you like to say, Treasure? I'll take the three siblings. Okay. In exchange for the cone. Okay. Wonderful. Done. Now, if you want to use the cone all the time, sort of like a homing beacon, you strap it around your uh, neck like this, give it a little, and it'll whoomp up. But then when you want to be like, hey, self, boom, and it pops up a cone of shame style, and you can't hear him talking anymore. So and then she, you, you see him kind of reaching. And then he like, and it falls back. There you go. Okay. She's going to take the cone and now she's got three siblings she doesn't know about. There you go. <laughs> I look forward to them popping out of the word work. If they're not the triplets from Brave, I quit. Well, <laughs> I make no promises. That's but. Tiny tiefling bear children that like like that they, the monsters that would be tieflings that would be treasure siblings I feel like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, okay, are you gonna ask anything into the cone before we 
press on. As opposed to asking, she's going to, because now that we're figuring out that this is, it interacts as lies. I walked in with blood burner. I still have blood burner. Um, so what it, what it is, is you're actually talking to Myself. other echoes of yourself. Yeah. And so the information you get back comes rapid fire because it's untold number of yous answering you. All the versions of you that made it to this point and put on this cone can now talk to each other. Um, what you find out is that in some other realms, you are actually pretty good artificer and you're actually really smart. Um, and the reason you don't, ha they don't know what blood burner is. None of them, because the reason you don't have it is blood burners unique. There is one of them in the multiverse. There is one great game. There is one arm of the faded. Now, so if I were to leave, I would get Bloodburner back. When you return, Bloodburner should be back with you. And as well as three siblings. I need you to make a um I need you to make a wisdom saving throw as you talk about the siblings. Oh, uh? Today, today seems like a night of 13s for me. 13 plus my wisdom's a 14. Um, your mind begins to bend and break as they both share their experiences and the ones that you just took on to get the cone. Um, so you are, you, you snap it off. Um, this is the danger of the cone, is that if you attempt to absorb too much information from the desperate, the disparate universe worlds um it can uh give you madness conditions essentially so it is not a well of infinite information um you have to you know smaller things are a little easier but things that mess with your own history and past and things can be can be very dangerous um i get the feeling we will continue our adventures in the shifting market next week but I would like I, you guys do find Brenton. He you you make it towards the back of the market. He has put together a little stall of uh, and he's got patchwork sort of dragon uh, scales on. Um, and he explains to you that I used to come to this market every month just for uh, well, let's say Chance Felice had some very particular tastes and I'll say that that journey was a bit easier without, um, and he, he lifts his shirt and his wound is healed. Um, but it definitely healed poorly. Um, and <laughs> without his luck, it, I don't suppose you brought any coffee with you. I think I might still have a little bit left in a flask. <sighs> I could use a pick me up. Well, how about we get somewhere a little nice and quiet so we can have a bit of a chat and see if we get you stitched up a little bit, too. Let's see if we can get out of here, because this place, it's fun to visit. It's terrible to live in. Well, 
anything any other business we got to do here or are we good to no we're <laughs> everybody's ready to go we you guys uh, begin to make your way out i'll give you one last opportunity to do anything at the start of next week but this is where we are going to end for tonight how is everybody doing your characters didn't have major shifts uh i hope i think the treasure thing is going to play out humorously um and help inform a little bit of your your backstory i think um thank you Fable has some shit to deal with now i want it yeah i want well i wanted people to be able to to you know touch on different ideas but i really didn't want to crush anybody or make diff- make big character changes and stuff like or that force a character change yeah. That they weren't, yeah, yeah 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 no um but sometimes it's fun to glimpse through the through the looking glass uh i'm sorry that that's happened a lot in the past two months we just kind of hit a, a a portion where a lot of these bits of the world are kind of together um and fizzbands really helped uh, flesh out some ideas i had for uh for the prince of of fang and claw and the dragon sight and the echoes like really codified some of those ideas and um and i was i was rereading um what was it uh neverwhere so there's another place of, of inspiration if you guys were ever curious. So thank you for whatever the fun pinging thing was. Thank you for the tip, Tristan. Why? Oh, you are why? awesome, Tristan. Um, thank you, but why? Well, my dear friends, thank you so, so much for being awesome. Thank you for playing with me. I will see you guys next time. We're going to play some Gloomhaven tomorrow night. Should be a good time. Uh, we'll be back then, and then we've got... Vampire the Masquerade on Friday this week. Um, And then the PvP finale for Season 2 is on Saturday. So stay tuned for all of that. We'll see you guys next time. But until then, be cool.